showtime indeed. And for you 88.3 The Dog listeners, you will recognize that the No Marks Allowed theme is back. It finally got put back in the computer before, right before this week's show. Good evening, good morning, or good night, everyone. Good evening to those of you in Macomb. It's 5 o'clock on a Wednesday, and that means it's time for No Marks Allowed. Michael Dyan, Evan Williamson, we were going to have an esteemed guest, and let's pause five seconds to remember the thought of ever having a guest. All right, that's been about five seconds, and let's get on with the next show. <laughs> I mean, he's broadcaster. We're all broadcast. We're all busy. In fact, we're going to be busy the next two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. I know this next yeah. week we won't we won't be doing The week show. after that, we're going to EEK, aren't we? Oh, so we have two weeks of tape-recorded shows coming. I didn't even yeah. realize yeah. that. Actually, no, and then three weeks is Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be the same That's that week? Well, let me take. Well, it'll be like the week after. Well, let me see. I have this wonderful technology. I'm going in out my calendar. Okay, so I'm gonna take out my dead phone and not look it up. Yes, that is actually. So we'll it'll be a couple weeks, but we'll we'll probably still have. Yeah, we'll we'll have pre-recorded podcasts. Maybe not over Thanksgiving though. Probably not over Thanksgiving, but we'll definitely. We We could record a special though. Yeah, because we'll. We'll do like uh, because we have a lot of woods and shoulds for war games yeah. and and yeah we can survive a series but I mean that's if I make it through next week because I have five games in seven days and a couple of projects too and I'm not happy about it. Mm. This is it's broadcast. Next week is going to be bad for me. So if I seriously disappear from all of my programming <laughs> next week, that isn't the uh, the performance on the weekends. That'll be why because I am swamped with stuff. But anyway. Busy, busy week coming up for us, so let's enjoy this week while we can. You're listening to the No Marks Allowed podcast and radio show. You can find it most of the places. You can find your favorite podcast, favorite podcasts, favorite podcasts. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, tune in twice. Twice. We're on Tune In Podcasts. And we're tuned in because you can stream the dog on TuneIn. We are, of course, on 88.3 The Dog. And CastBox coming never. It probably won't happen because I have to sign up for it now. I don't want to sign up for it. That's going to be the new joke is whenever we do that, CastBox coming never. All right. Well, let's get right into it. We got the main people. We got Apple. That's all that really matters. Yeah. We've made it. (laughs) Oh, I actually, before we get into stuff. I need to know, do we still have our international listenership? Well, based on the analytics um, that don't change uh, weekly, uh, let us see here. We have 66 total plays, and this is from the weeks of when we started to the 30th. So 95% in the U.S., 2% in Ecuador, and 2 per- 2% from our friends in Canada. And 1% from the mysterious in black us. hole in the sky. And us. We are the 1%. We are the 1%. <laughs> you were waiting for me to make the joke. I wasn't going to do this. Yeah, week. I was going to say I was waiting for you. I cannot stand the 1%. All right. Let's take our jobs. I cannot stand anymore. Let's get into the random and the rumors. Yeah, so this is going to be most of the show. There's a lot of rumors and randoms and a lot of it's hearsay so as you know or you may not know um crown jewel last week it seems like it was forever ago but last week crown was jewel didn't go well eh, the show uh, i don't know how the show did i only watched one match but we'll get to that um so oh i just want to declare sorry i just want to declare up front i didn't watch a second of crown jewel I just watched the one match. I didn't watch a second. To tell you the truth, I don't think I I wasn't really paying attention to much of anything this week with wrestling. I mean, we watched Monday Night Raw together a bit, but we just wasn't there. You have the look of disgust. What happened? Uh, well, there will be another random in the rumor that we can talk about. Um, but this just came out on WrestlingNewsInc.com. Um, this is not a good sign for WWE. But keep going. I'll make this the next one because this just came out. 
All right, so, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar had his match. You know, it was two minutes. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, Brock Lesnar got on his private jet and left. Apparently, a bunch of people were able to leave, and there's a bunch of different, you know, conflicting stories, but uh, most of the roster was stranded over 24 hours in Saudi Uh, Arabia. They weren't stranding. Stranded. Well, they were stranded. Well, they were detained. They're stranded, though. So there's a lot of rumor, and (coughs) excuse me while I go through puberty again, or for the first time. Um, There's a bunch of rumors and innuendos of what happened. You know, some people say this happened, some people say this happened. We're probably never going to know. People said that there was mechanical problems on the plane, and they were unable to get a plane in time or whatever to make it to SmackDown. Other people say, which is, this is probably like the not true one that they got. Like, you know, they had army soldiers come in and, like, um, had them at gunpoint and had them had them detained for doing something or something. Which is more likely because they're in Saudi Arabia. And I also saw rumor that the Saudi government was going to be the one to bust the deal, which would be the best thing to ever happen to Vince McMahon. (laughs) Because apparently Vince has lost the locker room and he held a couple of meetings to try and get everybody to not hate him and go to AEW after their contracts are up. Yeah, and apparently AJ Styles was one of the people to speak on behalf of the locker room. Which would make sense to mm-hmm. me. I mean, he's one of the most respected men in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So let's see, where was I at? Okay, so that was another rumor. Another rumor was that, um, and some of these rumors might be true and some of them are not, Um that the reason why this all this happened was because Vince hasn't been WWE hasn't been paid by the Saudi government for the past two pay per view events. Oh really? I did not hear that one. So apparently they like did not stream the first hour of the show, and they got really mad, and then they ended up streaming it. But mm. then there was also rumors that was like he will not do another Saudi show until they get paid. But then we got the new deal. So I was gonna say, wait, I thought the Saudi sh- I thought the Saudi show was up front. No, because that would be... Sm- I have no idea. That would be smart. I thought that was half the point of the Saudi thing was that it was from front, but anyway. So, everybody, and we'll get to this later, so uh, half the roster missed SmackDown. Yep. And there was a misunderstanding with one of the comments by saying um, the people, you know, people really wanted to go to SmackDown, and those that were dedicated ended up making it, and it made it sound like the ones that didn't make it weren't were lazy. Oh, nice. Apparently, Cain Velasquez stayed in uh, in Saudi with everybody, so he, he was a good sport about it. Hmm. Apparently, Rusev was scared to death, I think, just based on his tweets. Yeah, I so bet. Pray for us. Um, uh, I mean, yes. let, 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 us, let us be fair. Let us be fair to, like, you know, this isn't a Saudi thing. This isn't a Saudi Arabia thing. If you were stranded, if you knew you were stranded somewhere in that you couldn't go anywhere, like... Even, like, not necessarily... If I was stranded in Midway Airport, I'd be crying and scared. Yeah. Let's, let's However, Rusev has a reason because he's really from Eastern Europe, right? He's from Bulgaria. Okay. You know what? You know what that part of the nation likes to do to each other? Murder each other. Repeatedly. Okay. Like, they're, like... The Soviets? Soviet they will... There are more than a few Saudis that would probably love to kill that Eastern European person. Well, I don't know that, but... Anyway, so... If he would have been in Turkey, Rusev wouldn't have come back. Well, that's Turkey, and we're having to... But, but, this, but this is not a political show. I been, no, I'm not saying it's not... I'm just saying... And I, I, and I, uh, and I apologize to our, you know, maybe our half of a percent Turkey listeners. Watch this. We're going to get a Turkey listener next week, and you're going to... You're going <laughs> to... Um, anyway, so like, if any, if you were in any country or any other place, you know, yeah, you would be, f- you would like be, said, you would be terrified. If in March I got stranded in Vegas, I'd be crying and thinking my I was gonna die. I'd be terrified. Oh, it's also Vegas. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now you're gonna make the Vegas listeners angry. Come on. Hey, based on what I saw in my analytics, there's no people from Nevada. Right, well, Nevada. Well. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, this is a good segue to Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Okay. So then I'll have my point after. Okay. So Cain Velasquez, and we'll definitely be talking about more about this uh, stranded superstar stranded stuff later because uh, this has to do with pretty much the bulk of SmackDown. So Cain Velasquez had a match with Brock Lesnar, and it lasted two minutes. And at first, I was upset about this because you know I was expecting a good match, but then I remembered that he has to get knee surgery. WWE knew this up front, so they just decided to do it and capitalize on it early. Um, Cain Velasquez stayed in Saudi Arabia with everybody. He was in good spirits. Apparently, he's very likable. I think he'll do well. Good. And uh, hopefully, he'll heal up quickly. I really want to see him do some of his lucha libre. Okay, so my random in the rumor that I found this has come across the wire today... WWE Backstage premiered on FS1 last night, so Tuesday night, at uh, 10 p.m. Central Time. How do you think it did? Well, it's FS1, so probably not great. So, um, it had 50,000 viewers. It didn't make the top 150 list. It's also a studio. Let's be fair. Like, do you do you think like NFL Live gets a bunch of viewers? Yes, every? more than fifty thousand. Like, uh, like a random like. The in the in WWE's target demographic, it eighteen to forty nine. It drew a .02. That's bad. I also don't think that they they didn't really advertise it. That is incredibly bad. They didn't advertise it very well either. The first WWE backstage preview show followed an MLB playoff game and held enough attention to get 597,000 viewers. It's also right after a playoff game. I know, but... And you gotta keep the, in mind, the, F, the, the show is on They at, did another preview. The show's on at 10. The preview that they did after SmackDown, after the FS1 SmackDown, had 426,000. But the show last night, standalone, did no views. <laughs> did 50,000 I mean, it's, it's a show that's on at 10 o'clock on a land, Tuesday night. If you draw 50,000 eyes on cable television, TV land, you may as well not put that show on the air. But you also have to put in factors. Like, it's Tuesday night, 10 o'clock show. No, it's, sorry. That's still abysmal. Well, they're going to stay anyway, so... So, WWE Backstage does not have a good sign for it, and that tells me the national audience doesn't give a crap. Which is a, which would, which would is going to be a problem. They'll probably have to change the time. Because... Def, defend to me... Well, let's use your time thing. So, you mean to sit there and tell me you've never been up at 10 o'clock at night and been going... Oh, what do I watch? Yeah, there's been about and there was about click, fifty thousand people click, of those. Click, people click, don't click. people don't channel surf anymore because you can look at the guy. Yes, I do. Hmm? Well, you look at the guy, but that's still channel surfing. You should see something that holds your attention. Backstage didn't do that. Uh, we'll move on from that. There are four new people in the WWE's performance center. Yeah, three uh, and a referee. Is Scarlett Bordeaux the one where her gimmick was a stripper, basically? Pretty much. Her TNA gimmick was like, yep. was she was just eye candy? Yep. Okay, that's I who I thought it was. she had decent matches. Scarlett Bordeaux, oh, real name Elizabeth Chihaha? Chihaya. I have no idea. Chihaya. She's from Chicago. She, yep, she is from Chicago. The self-proclaimed smoke show has been a standout for Mexico's AAA, Ring of Honor, and Ohio Valley Wrestling. It doesn't mention TNA at all. That's her new performance center bio on their... Released on their website. They kind of left on bad terms, I think. But. Ashley Urbanansky? Never heard of this woman. That's Known on the independent seat is Shutsy Blackheart. Yeah, Shutsy Blackheart. I talked about her the other week. She was on the Evolve 10th Anniversary Special. Yeah, she and she got her contract at an Evolve show from William, William Regal. From William Weagle? William Weagle. Uh, Samantha DeMartin. Australian. Also known as Impressive Indy Hartwell, the Australian. Um, she is 22 years old. She cited Bailey and Sasha Banks' epic battles in NXT as her inspiration in pursuing a career in wrestling. She racked up titles in her home country, home country and for promotions like Shimmer. And finally, Stefan Smith is a referee. 
He was an OVW grad and refed in Evolve, and now they sent him to the Performance Center to teach him how to not see a guy with his foot on the ropes. Well, let's be fair, all promotions do that. But not as much as WWE. It's the ones that do it more often. And Alexa Bliss, unfortunately, the next random in rumor, although this one is in rumor, but well, this one slightly is random. Uh, by WWE. Alexa Bliss is hurt. Yeah, she's been. Her last match was Hell in a Cell, uh, the tag team match, which you gotta wonder if that's why they lost. She's having C- clap clap to WWE for completely missing the boat on Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss. Well, nice she got job. hurt. Yeah, but that means you blew it. So like like that's not that their even, fault. I, Yes, it is. That even furthers the point that they should have pulled the trigger a long time beforehand. Well, I agree they should have pulled the trigger earlier, but still, it's not... It's not their fault she got hurt, but like, it even proves that they should have done it a long time ago. And, they, I mean, let's be fair. Like, you know, like, they come back and then they can finish it. She comes back and then they can continue. That's what they do all the time. It's, nothing's ever really over. But uh, it's, it's not that... It's not a, that bad of injury. I mean, she's been out for like probably less than a month now. She'll probably be back by the end of the month. Randy Orton has a new five-year deal. Yeah, he's signed with three dangerous letters in the world of wrestling. WWE. <laughs> That's what he said on his. T really? Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, something so that was something along those lines, and this is interesting because you know a lot of people were saying um, he was going to go to. He was teasing going to AEW. Keep in mind that uh, this is his last year of this contract. He signed a contract in 2009, a 10-year contract. Mm-hmm. So. Something else um, interesting that's coming up. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Pat McAfee is going to be a part of the XFL as well. Mm-hmm. He does stuff with uh, WWE Watch Along. He's on NXT. He was on. He's on NXT a bit. He was on SmackDown last Friday night because of the whole Saudi Arabia deal. Mm-hmm. And now he will be doing XFL. He didn't. He said on his radio show what he's doing, but he didn't say it was gonna be. A, it was kind of weird. But what he's not really doing. He's not doing actual commentary. I don't think. Probably be analysis. It got kind of. I got kind of confused. He'll probably be like the people that they go in the back and say, like, oh, there's a special teams thing. What should this guy do? Well, you see, you know, kind of like they. He's a he's a um, a field analyst of some kind. He's like the he's one of the he's the guy that one of the little you. It sounds like, yeah, he'll be one of the not too, too, too used kind of guys. Um, but the one that's probably one of the more important ones. Yeah. So he'll he'll probably say special things. Mm-hmm. But you still uh, Pat McAfee. Working both sides of uh, Vince McMahon now. And um, there's another one. Do we have this on the show this week? No, we... um, Well, we have AEW on the list a little bit, but I guess we can just go ahead and go over this today. Emi Sakura? Sakura? Sakura. Will fight Riho at full gear. Riho. For the uh, AEW women's title. So that's an interesting mm-hmm. that's an interesting nugget and tidbit because full gear is in three days. It's November 9th, so they're gonna have to get something going here quickly. I mean, I mean, they had four pay-per-views without any build. I mean, very little build, so it's probably okay. Also coming up, uh, MLW, another uh, another yeah, good. They're getting their women. There. Their women's division should be starting up soon. MLW Saturday Night Super Fight a, is coming up in Cicero. Will include uh, Jacob Fatu. He is on the card. Davey Boy Smith Jr. also on the card for the open. Uh, also on the card. Also on the card for the open weight title. Uh, Low key and Brian Pillman will be a steroid Brian helmet. Pillman Jr. Oh, sorry. That's um. Wait, did I just get my dates wrong? Oh, November second. That already happened. Never mind. That did. Ha- that is an event. That is a major MLW event that did happen. I'm my sure bad. it was great. <laughs> yeah, sure it was. Sure it was good. I actually watched a little MLW when they had Jim Cornette on commentary when he was filling in for Tony Schiavone. MLW was fine. Another nice American indie. So, uh, want to move on to Crown Jewel? Or you got any more? I mean, I just oh NWA Power. I just saw that NWA. I mean, it's interesting because it looks classic, and they have yeah. Like the old I, it's, I watched one of them. 
but I, I, you know what? I think it's good. I watched a little bit. It kind of has like weird sound effects. Like there was like a drumming in the background. I don't know what that was. I don't know if the fans were stomping their feet or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be old studio wrestling. I think it's okay. It's shot differently. It it is legitimately different. It looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And it's doing it's doing decently well on YouTube. Yeah, Thunder Rosa has just just made her debut. Five hundred K. Yeah, it's like in a week it's getting five hundred K on YouTube, which is pretty good. Move on. Alright. So you said you didn't watch any of Crown Jewel. I no, I didn't drop my eyes. I dropped my eyes on the results, and that was it. Because I abs, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, folks. Where I'm at the point where I'm in a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a lull because I've got so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I'm in a slight wrestling lull. So this existing does not perk my interest at all. I mean, it's a glorified house show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we couldn't watch it live anyway because we had school and news. Mostly news. Um, but I saw pictures, you know, for the, uh, for the women's match. And, you know, we said last week that we were, that we were skeptical that it was going to happen. But it did. It which did. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were wearing full body suits and uh, extra large t-shirts. Um, I watched. This was the only match I watched. Which is whatever. I think it's important that it happened yeah. anyway. Um, and it also gives you more merchandise. Um, but yeah, I, this was the only... Like, I went back on the network specifically to watch this match. And... Yeah, it, it was, it was, you know, it was more of the history to it than the actual match. I mean, it was decent, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, especially the ending, you know, where they hugged each other and they're crying and I kind of got a little choked up, but. Oh Lord. <laughs> Real men cry, Michael. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Um, that was about all that I watched on Crown Jewel though. It was pretty good. Yeah, we can just run through the results real quick. Um, the kickoff battle royal uh, saw Humberto Carrillo win and be the number one contender for the AJ Styles US title later in the night. There was a couple of 24-7 changes. Lesnar defeats Cain Velasquez. We already talked about that. Uh, Rey Mysterio came out with him. We'll mm-hmm. mention more of that from Monday Night Raw. The OC defeated the Viking Raiders via pinfall to win the World Tag Team titles, which I hated. They didn't win the World Tag Team titles. Or uh, to win the it was a tag it was, team it was World the biggest, Cup. Sorry, it was the biggest tag team turmoil. Sorry, World Tag Team Cup is what it says. Mansoor defeated Cesaro, which is no surprise, and he got a ton of pyro in an, in his entrance. A lot of them got a ton of pyro. I saw Lacey Evans and Natalia. Tyson Fury defeats Braun Strowman via countout. Oh, which via countout. Yeah. Well, uh, so it probably wasn't like a knockout countout. No, it was a countout countout. Um, Sunil Singh I- or Samir Singh is still the twenty four is a twenty four seven champion. I don't know who the which one was before. Is af- boy, boy, boy. is after um, after this event? Styles defeated Carrillo in that match later in the night. Natalia beat Lacey Evans via submission. Team Hogan beat Team Flair. And The Fiend, the big one, The Fiend beat Seth Rollins to get the title. Well, okay then. So, uh, Crown Jewel, a, um, a, a dumb show to happen, a dumb end, a, a, a dumb finale. Ow, my shoulder, I'm falling out of my chair. A dumb end to a dumb show. Like a dumb end result, like the airport stuff. To a dumb show, and, uh, but it may come out with a very good thing, because on Friday night, there was this little thing that happened that was Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, and now NXT is involved in Survivor Series because, oh, we gotta write something! So, yeah. You know, in fairness, that NXT was being teased on Crown Jewel. I think that the preview for Survivor Series was that, so the thing was already planned. So, since everybody was gone, was stuck in Saudi Arabia, uh, the, the, the NXT gang came in. And we don't, like, there's no telling if this was going to happen anyway. 
Um, I don't think it was. I, I think mean, this was a it, scramble. It was going to happen eventually because of the invasion. Thing. Yeah. Um, b- probably more people. And here's here's the cool part. So they had they were almost late. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. um, their plane landed late or whatever. Um, so they had a police escort and everything. Yeah, the uh, the Lesnar the Lesnar segment at the beginning like was dragged on on purpose. Yeah, the people for and, people, and they there. had to do the women's title match after that, which was actually the first segment that involved NXT women on it. So actually, Shayna Baszler, when Shayna Baszler came out and uh, interrupted the match while the match was over, she they actually just arrived. <laughs> so she had to run it. It's kind of like remember that um, that interesting. It was a few years ago where they had um, they were doing London shows and they had they were taping Raw and SmackDown at the same time, like Raw was live and well Raw live for being in England mm-hmm. and SmackDown were so and uh, they had superstars on both shows, so in the middle of Raw, um, they had a helicopter come in and have the shield apparently like the Undertaker was also on that helicopter but like that was how they got them back from. SmackDown, so so yeah, so they so they had just arrived from SmackDown, so it's kind of something like that. It's pretty cool. So yeah, the uh, invade. Uh, first of all, Brock Lesnar is on Raw just so he can beat up Rey Mysterio. Poor Rey. And um, yeah, um, the tag team title match has been rescheduled to this week because New Day wasn't there because they were in Saudi Arabia. Um. But more importantly, the NXT invasion has begun, and apparently Vince McMahon had something to do with it. Apparently he wrote some of the stuff, and it was a pretty solid show. Yep. Uh, after uh, after Adam Cole defeated Daniel Bryan, this is, of course, at the end of the show, a bunch of NXT people rushed the ring, and Triple H declared war, which I think is kind of funny. Hopefully, this war between NXT and the main roster is for who gets control of the writing. <laughs> And you know it'd be really nice uh, if Triple H won. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I Sorry, heard helmet. from SmackDown. Well, there was. Um, I'm trying to pull up full results here, but my computer is being rather silly. Um, what would that have been? November. November first. First. Uh, there was, of course, the, uh, the Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan match, which I unfortunately did not see because, once again, I don't have Fox. Oh, here and we, we go. were also doing a volleyball game at the time. You're right. Which, you know, would still be nice. It still would have been nice to see, but oh well. I could have. I would have probably pulled. It was. The game would have been over, though, I think, right? Because at 7 and 9, that game was over. Could have been able to see it because it was the blow off to the show. The um, uh, Nikki Cross and Bailey had a women's title match, which was fine, as far as I know. I heard a little bit about that. Um, I don't know what happened. Uh, one thing that I was kind of upset about is I didn't see the Miz TV with what was supposed to be Bray Wyatt, and it turned out to be Tommaso. Well, I don't think Bray Wyatt was there. Um, he was probably stuck in Saudi Arabia too. And then looks like uh, Champa faced the Miz and won, which is which is good. I like that. Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox against Fire and Desire, and the right two people went over. The, the NXT title match went two segments: uh, Adam Cole against Daniel Bryan, and Adam Cole won. And then on Monday night, Adam Cole defended his NXT title again, this time against Seth Rollins. And oh, goody, goody, gimme, gimme. That was nice. This I mercilessly yawn for no reason. I have to ask this question now. If Adam Cole has beaten Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. He didn't beat Seth Rollins. That was uh, was double disqualification. What? Remember the, the... No, actually he lost. He got disqualified. Remember the Undisputed Oh, there? the UE. That's right. Yeah. The Undisputed Era. Okay, so fine. He probably would have beaten Rollins. And the Undisputed Era got involved. So he has a clean win. So he has a win over Daniel Bryan. Okay, you're right. You're right. 
So with a win over Daniel Bryan in a really competitive match with Rollins, in the scheme of things, is Adam Cole ever going to lose that NXT title? Like, can he? I don't think he can lose that in the foreseeable future unless it's to Tommaso. That's it. That's the only person that can beat him now for like six months. Though I think that Champa is going to be beating him here pretty soon. Because I think that they are going to start Gargano Champa up again and do what they never did, finish what they started. I think Gargano's going to be with Finn Balor for a bit. Wait, what? Did Gargano turn heel and I missed it? No, Finn Balor did. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant in a program. You yeah. said with, as in like like partners with, for, and I got very confused. Yeah, that would make sense in the end of it. Yeah. See, this is where like I like some some fantasy booking stuffs and things. I personally would like to see them do this with Champa and Gargano. Because I was thinking about this today. Let's lay this out for you, okay? Whatever happens in NXT happens, but you make sure that Champa and Gargano both have really good but separate runs in NXT for the better part of a year. This involves several things, um, keeping Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt strong, and also keeping Alistair strong on the main roster. What's this got to do with them? This is what I would like to see them do with, with Gargano and Champa. You run them on fairly parallel paths. Perhaps Gargano gets the North American and Champa gets the NXT. And you run them as kind of main or semi-main feuds and with whatever the UE is doing and everything else. But you make sure that you keep their steam rolling. Then they come up to the main roster, have really good runs, and eventually, and the eventual build, this would be like a maybe a year down the road. What number WrestleMania are we at? I don't know. Is it like 36 or something? Mm. I don't know. Whatever number WrestleMania we're at. So the, not th- this coming one, but the one after. So two WrestleManias from now. I think it would be 36, yeah. So this next one is 36? I think so. Okay. So at 37, Gargano beats Roman Reigns for a major WWE title. Or whoever, or maybe it's Rollins, whoever the biggest face is at the time that they do a good job with promoting. So you establish Gargano as your super face. Then um, Tommaso Ciampa beats The Fiend and takes the heat and all of that and embraces the dark side of the Champa gimmick and the black heart and all that other stuff and Champa is the one that takes all of the of the steam and the gusto from the fiend and then you keep them on separate shows and let them run aside themselves for like a year and they win every feud they are the two tops of the brands and then at either 39 or 40 you start, you have one so of them. two WrestleManias? Well, no. So at 37, you have them take the mantle at Raw and SmackDown. 38, you have one of them go to the other as a surprise. And then you start a year-long feud. You do four, five, and six throughout the next year. And then... At WrestleMania, it'd either be 39 or 40, depending on if for years, right? At WrestleMania 39, so that'd be what, three or four years from now? Champa, Gargano, seven, and then you never do it again. And you have what will turn out to be the best four-year feud in wrestling history because you'll be building two people. See, that's how I like to book wrestling, my top wrestlers. I want two people to secretly be on the collision course to the top of a mountain. And I'm going to build that for like four years. You're going to have everything else, but there's two oak trees coming to the top. And I think that's what they should do with them because that was the best feud. The Gargano Champa one, two, and three was the single best feud in modern WWE. I can't think of anything that was close to better. Yeah, but it also had the heat too. They work stupidly well. The heat's gone now. 
Champa's pretty much a face now. <laughs> yeah, but like you can, you can re. That's why it takes you four years to do it. You can work it back together. You can get Champa back to a hated heel. Maybe you started by putting them back together for six months, and then Champa, and then maybe this is Gargano winds up being the heel. It's already ha- that already happened. <laughs> but maybe you pull it again and, and make everybody forget, and then you delay it to WrestleMania 40. But I think they should play the long game because these guys are going to be these are two really awesome wrestlers who work so incredibly well together, and they need a main event to WrestleMania some year. They have to. And I think it should be the end of a feud that exists only in jabs to the other brand and then eventually sparks the 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 room full of gasoline that has been building for like four years. And then you just have a mega heat and a mega blowout and you do the best WrestleMania you've ever done. But that's just my thought. So I want the like but this this NXT thing makes me so happy because it shows that Vince will pay attention to NXT stars, which I feel like makes it more likely to happen that eventually that you know that Champa and Gargano and Velveteen and Adam Cole won't go the way of I guess Ricochet has found a nice niche for himself, but um, it uh, hopefully they're starting to do something with Alistair, but they won't go the way of Nakamura. Owens had a decent run, but uh, oh, but wait, Owens has been missing. Semi Kevin Owens, they won't just get put, shoved under and dusted under the rug after they come up from NXT, or like Finn Balor, which is why most people don't want people to leave NXT because they know they're gonna get buried. That's why back in the day nobody wanted to leave OVW because they knew they'd get buried. Uh, but, but Dave Batista got lucky. And John Cena. And John and Cena. So I don't know. And, you know, but I mean, the booking thing is half the reason we started this podcast. So I just wanted to go off on a little booking, booking tangent for a minute and, and have some fun. But yeah, no, but I, you know, I think that getting Tommaso Ciampa out on main roster television is a really good thing. And getting Johnny Gargano out there as part of this invasion is good as well. And, you know, good on WWE for involving NXT because I really think they should be the third brand. I think they should be Triple H's brand like it like it is right now. And then you can build, you know, Triple H versus Vince behind the scenes as long as they're not too deeply involved in, like, booking or screwing somebody over or whatever, you know, because they're two very powerful figures in the WWE, and that would be cool. Now I will ask you this though, since we're doing this invasion angle, who, which side would you rather have win? Um, Main roster, so either Raw or SmackDown or NXT. I don't know who wins the entire war, but NXT should win the Survivor Series. Be- yeah, I would agree with that. It. But I do think that NXT should stay in. NXT oh, should stay in its form. That and uh, oh, full sale. Full sale. Uh, for some reason, I wanted to say Salee University, but I've been in here too long. <laughs> He's getting us. <laughs> yeah, no, they should stay in full sale, absolutely. NXT should not go on on, um, on a big extravagant tours other than the house show circuit they do, which they do go touring. Yeah, and they have they have groups that go touring. Right, but I think, by and large, weekly TV should stay in full sale. Keep your pay-per-views every quarter. Which, which kind of... Um, is a little bit of a segue because Catalina, who is on the NXT road circuit, is uh, made her debut on Raw last night. Or not last night. Uh, Monday. She was in a mixed tag match. Who'd she come out with? Sin Cara. Okay, I thought, I was like, wait a minute, Ray wasn't, yeah. Um, she made her debut with Sin Cara. I can't remember who they faced. I remember the segment. I don't remember the match. Uh, Andrade and Selena Vega. Vega? Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to WWE Raw. Uh, I didn't think there was anything overtly impressive about Raw on Monday. There was... I. There wasn't... Well, I mean, there was something horrible. But it wasn't as horrible as it's been. 
it made a kind of little more sense, kind of ish. Uh, Shayna Baszler showed up, so that makes it that you know automatically makes it okay. Rey Mysterio destroyed Brock Lesnar's life, which made no sense. Well, I mean, I understand with a lead like, pipe. I understand like, hey, Rey is gonna you know the baby face is gonna beat up the heel, but. Ray Mysterio sends Brock Lesnar to hospital with is a really weird flex for a face. I'm just saying. It's kind of strange. I mean, we can do this all day with how horrible John Cena, the, all the horrible things John Cena did That's as a true. baby face. That's true. Um, another thing on Raw was the... Uh, Bobby Lashley and Rusev continues. Uh, this one was this one was partially even worse, partially a little bit better. Um Rusev came out and said, I'm sick of all this crap. This drama is stupid. Lana's my ex-wife. And Bobby Lashley b- sorry, Bob. Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley, get I out want, here. I want a t-shirt that says Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley, get out here so I can beat you up. And then Bobby Lashley comes out on crutches because who clues. who possibly could have seen that coming? And he said his, he tore his groin. No, he pulled his groin. No, he said tore. He tore it? Yes. He said he tore his groin pleasuring Lana. <laughs> doing things that Rusev could never do. Hey boy. That, that bit of the segment went on way too long. That, like, the I tore my groin doing things to your wife went on for, like, three minutes. Then... Lana said, Bob Lashley may not be able to fight you, but there's someone in the back that would. We know somebody. And I'm like, just bring them out. We know somebody who would love to fight you. Why is Drew McIntyre the heavy for absolutely every heel? I don't know, but he. Oh, just... there's another one that they waste after NXT. Drew McIntyre. I don't. I forgot Drew McIntyre was on NXT. Yeah. Hey, look, it's Drew McIntyre. He could be a WWE champion. Then why is he the heavy for every heel ever? Well, he's been teaming up with Bobby Lash for Bob Lashley and for for the past year. But why? He's the heavy in every heel tag team in like two years. Uh, Rusev and Drew McIntyre had a match, or at least a little bit of one, that was okay. Then it ended in a no contest because Randy Orton came out and went, yeet, and RKO'd Rusev. And then everybody looked around really confused, and the commentators meant, they were a part of Team Flair. And everybody went, oh. (laughs) Ricochet came in and interfered. It was somewhat of a wash. And now probably Ru- Ru- maybe Ricochet will be the father of Lana's child next week. We don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to do that because that's why this happened is because they had to scrap the Maria Canellas thing because Mike said I quit. Um, another match that you wanted to talk about, Evan, was Charlotte and Natalia getting a crack at the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, team heel no. <laughs> team heel no. Because we don't know if they're heel or not. Um, I still don't know. I I have no idea, and we'll never know. I think they're just making it up as they go. <laughs> you mean like Charlotte herself? Where they do, who knows? Because do we still know whether Charlotte is the face or a heel week to week? Well, in all fairness, I did not watch this match. I just know what happened. Charlotte and Natalia defeated the Kabuki Warriors, which makes next to no sense. By making Oscar tap out, which makes even less sense. Wait, the end was Oscar. Ta- huh? Oscar tapped out. This booking hurts my soul. This is another. This is another one that I was like, eh, but I guess kind of. The OC defeated the Street Profits and Humberto Carrillo. I mean, I guess as long as the Street Profits go over the OC in the end, or the Viking or the Viking Raiders go over, or as long as somebody goes over the OC in the end, I'm okay with it. But yeah, okay, I guess didn't sit great, but okay, that's fine, I guess. 
Buddy, I didn't even know. But apparently, Buddy Murphy had a match with Cedric Alexander. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see this. I didn't see the match, but I saw that it happened. No. Oops. It must have been a good match. <laughs> I almost forgot about this. Oh, the... Uh, the Viking Raiders did another again, They faced off against the Mean Street Posey. <laughs> Posse. You said Posey. I know. Um, the East Hamilton Polo Boys. Why they look like the White Carltons. Why are the tag team champs still doing squash matches? I don't like that. They're not. If a common Razor were doing that match, that's okay. But I don't get why your tag team champions are. Just let them beat up Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder every week. Who cares? Or Heath Slater. Just give him medical insurance. He'll be fine. Yeah, he has kids. He got kids. But yeah, instead, two guys dressed in ugly pink pole, uh, uh, like knitted sweaters, got absolutely demolished. They were white Carltons in like ten seconds. The big segment. Oh, uh, also, uh, we we finally had a commentator getting beat, getting beat up. Yeah, Dio Madden, who if he if he was off TV for a while, I wouldn't really notice. Um, he's been doing better. Lesnar beat the crap out of him. He F-fied him through a table. After he had beaten up random people in the back. Shane, uh, Becky Lynch was... The one other segment that I really want to mention from Raw was Becky Lynch um, was having a conversation with Charlie Caruso and a mysterious person said, Hey, uh, can I take... Uh, I'm going to take your chair now. And then Charlie Caruso got up and ran away and then the NXT title dangled in the frame and shitting... Sit, yeah. Sitting mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there goes the FCC. Sitting down was Shayna Baszler. Say that four times fast without getting an FCC violation. Um, sitting you can down, even say it once. The sitting down, Shayna Baszler. And Baszler and Becky Lynch had a little face to face with. Was not as good as I hoped. But who cares? Just want to see him wrestle. I don't uh, forget Bailey. She can go away. But well, she's 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 she's, she's going to be in the triple threat match of Survivor Series. Shayna Baszler, be Becky Lynch takes the pinfall. Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. Yeah, that's actually yes. Okay, so I wish they Bailey would treat Bailey a little better though. I mean, I saw you know they have like the the posters for NXT, Raw, and SmackDown for Survivor Series, and Sasha Banks is on and not um not Bailey. What? They have Sasha Banks instead of Bailey. All the other ones have the champions, sense. but not that one. Um, Anything else from Raw? For uh, you? I think we should like there was a big brawl at the end. Uh, NXT superstars. Uh, the, uh, R- the and, R- and Ricochet showed his true colors by taking out all <laughs> of them. <laughs> oh yes, we do have to mention that. So there was a big brawl at the end involving NXT and Raw superstars, and they set up for a spot on the outside. Ricochet did a um, was it off the was it off the middle rope or was it off the top rope? Was it off the turnbuckle or the middle or, or the um, in the middle of the top rope? I can't remember. I thought he just jumped over the rope. I think it was like a I think it was a, just a straight dive, not a top turnbuckle jump. Uh, anyway, he dove onto a pile of superstars and tucked them all out. Half of and them. They were all raw guys. <laughs> And Ricochet is supposed to be on Raw, not NXT, so ha- uh, hashtag turn. <laughs> I think there was at least one, excuse me, one NXT person in there. And then Keith Lee scared everybody by, remember oh. that? Where he jumped over the top rope and went, whoa! And then Keith Lee jumped over the top rope into full um, belly flop mode and took out about everyone within a five-mile radius. They were basking in his glory. If he jumped on somebody, like, one-on-one, and literally jumped on somebody, do you think he could kill somebody? I mean, you can ask. If they did it wrong and Keith Lee just, like, yoink, and just jumped on a guy who's totally unprepared. I mean, there's... You think that guy would be alive still? I mean, there are a few people that I would be more afraid of, but... Because that's that's the thing with, like, Keith Lee and these other huge men... Doing these dives, Yokozuna, like, Rikishi. Right. So, like, let's say one of the Viking Raiders does a top rope jump. They do that. That person should be like crippled forever. <laughs> like, if I jump, if I jump from ten feet in the air and land on you, but I'm also weak. That's gonna hurt. Yeah. What if you jump on me from ten feet in the air? That's gonna hurt. 
I think top rope stuff is a little bit overused because, you know, like, just think about it for a second. What should hurt more? Getting driven into the ground from a couple feet in a couple feet and with your feet on the ground from a DDT or having a 300 pound human being doing a frog splash onto your chest. I'm just saying, I think you could use if you want to use the big man fly, then make it a finisher. Seriously. Make that Keith Lee's, you know, like, uh, have have Keith Lee's big finisher be, well, he just, uh, both that person's lungs don't exist anymore. They, his ribs have been turned into dust. The, um, the uh, New Jersey Beach Boy has just had his ribs cracked. So, let's see. We've had the Cubs job out. Going back to the Viking Raiders for a second. The Cubs have jobbed out. The East Hamilton, or Hampton? Hamilton? The Polo Boys have jobbed out. Um, what other legendary tag teams have done have done jobs? Have done jobs. The random random people. Do you remember any other random names with Corey Graves making fun of them? Oh yeah. Also, can we stop making fun of the enhancement talent? Oh come on, it's great. My well, favorite was when they had a had one with women and they got them mixed up and then they were about to say something and they bust up laughing because it was making a reference to a, a certain ad- adult movie star. Wait, what? You don't remember this? No. There was a, one of the uh, one of the uh, the one wait. Of the, is this the one where Graves almost said Stormy Daniels? Well, that's not what he said, but oh. apparently one of the people's names was similar if not the same as an adult female entertainment star. And he made a joke about it, or it was about to, and every, busted everybody up on, on commentary, which is always great. Who was it? I don't remember. Oh. I don't have a list of adult <laughs> entertainers off the top of my head that yes, I can... Yes, you do. Don't lie. We know you're lonely. Sorry, too far? A little. My bad, my bad. All right. AEW, they have a pay-per-view. It's called Full Gear. Yeah, we're not... And it is this weekend, and... We'll just say who's in it. We're not going to say who's hoods and shoulds. Hoods and shoulds? Who will and should win, because, let's be honest, we have no idea what's going on right now in AEW. Nope. Hard enough doing it before they had a show, but... Yeah. So... I did see that. I am very excited. I might actually watch this one. The buy-in match, Brie... Britt Baker against Bea Presley. That'll be good. That's the free match on YouTube. I could take a gander at that. I wouldn't mind. Um, Actually, wait Probably a minute. Probably has number one contender indications. Never mind, I won't, because I will be filming basketball. Well, you can watch it later. Yeah, I could watch it later. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind taking a gander at that. And knowing AEW, it'll go about 45 minutes. On the AEW website, they only have two matches set on the main card, which is always a great sign when you're... I thought they had more than that. Six, three days from a pay-per-view and two matches. That's what it says on if you go to the AEW website. They have a full gear section. Two matches are set. A unsanctioned lights-out match. So they're actually taking my idea, Evan. It's going to be unsanctioned. Turn the lights off. Send the ring announcer home. You know they're not going to do have that. Have a spotlight with the guy in the bell. It's going to be unsanctioned. That do it, dang it. It's not going to be that. This is, exact, this Kenny is the Omega exact same match that they had advertised last time. When between you Kenny Omega and John Moxley. It's going to be the same thing. The AEW World title match. Actually, no, they did announce a match. Um, what, what, whatever that one Japanese girl's name was, Enriho. Emi Sakura. Yeah, there I you go. I have a list right here on WrestlingInc.com. I'm just Shout this out to is on the a.com which I think we have a friend that works there. Wait, what? One of the people that graduated from here works there. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, um I'm just going off their website. Uh, Jericho and Cody Rhodes will be together at Full Gear. The Full Gear graphics look very nice by yes, the way. So three judges will be available as a tiebreaker if the match goes beyond the 60 minute limit. Which means it will. To me, that <laughs> means it will. So they'll have a ra- the random Russian the random Russian give him a give him a two. <laughs> <laughs> I love that trope. I don't know where it came from, but we also have the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. I, is that uh, is that the that's uh, LAX? Okay. Um, we're finally seeing Hangman Page versus Pac. And 
yeah, that's it. That's what I have. You know what I found out uh, when I was listening um, uh, uh, to some uh, wrestling podcasts this week? Adam Page's record in, uh, in AEW is 500. Yeah, that's another reason why we can't do it because we don't know all the records. Because the wins and losses, the records matter thing, but like everybody's at 500. And also, the other this is the other thing I don't like about AEW. Um, I know I'm saying... The reason that I'm saying that I think it's too much to have squash matches for the Viking Raiders at this point is because they're tag team champs now. I don't think they have enough uh, undercard versus uppercard. Everybody just goes forever. Like, and I... This is a bit of a stolen thought from Cornette, but I think it makes a lot of sense, and it verbalizes what I what I think. If you are pushing person A, so, like, let's say you want Hangman Adam Page to be really, really good. And I'm um, just trying to think. Let's say I need a bum. Jimmy Havoc. No, he's not a bum. You just don't like him. You're, you're, you're sending – no, he's a bum. You're sending – so Adam Page is eventually going to face Chris Jericho. Let's just – we're just building a hypothetical. You want to build Hangman Page up to face Chris Jericho. And then along his way, he will see Jimmy Hammock and Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Jimmy Hammock. So he shouldn't take 20 minutes to beat Jimmy Havoc. He should beat him in a couple. And maybe he has a better match with Sammy Guevara, but, you know, like a young up-and-coming guy like him, you shouldn't have your A main wrestler facing your B or C main wrestler and that going half an hour. Because why? if, if Hangman Adam Page, if you're trying to convince me that Adam Page is going to be able to beat Chris Jericho, then if he can't beat a mid-card guy in any less than 45 minutes, then why should I be able to believe that he can beat the the champion? Same reason why everybody does it. But it just, I want, I like logic in wrestling. Well, you know, if, even if it was like a, a real 100% contact sport, that could still happen. You could still have somebody do... A 45-minute match against somebody that d- shouldn't be and then have a relatively quick match. Yeah, right, I mean, but it's fake, so you can script that. They want it to be real. So, we got about two minutes left in this show. Um, <laughs> We're running out of topics. <laughs> do, do you want... Are, are you going to be buying full gear? Because I'm not. No, I ain't going to buy full gear. So, does that make AEW's... Well, first of all, it's been like, what, a month? Right? I'm pretty sure it's been a month since NXT and AEW have been going at it. About. Head to head. Mm-hmm. Who is your winner right now? I have not watched any of the shows and looked at the numbers. Because in ratings, it's AEW, but I don't think that will sustain itself because I think NXT is doing better. I also think the invasion might be a cheeky way of trying to get the ratings back. Mm-hmm. But I think NXT is a better program, and I think long term it'll survive. And I don't, I don't like the direction AEW is going. I haven't watched enough. I of think the they team. have a lot of talent. It's just that they keep letting the stupid people do stupid things. So you just don't like it because of that certain things. They could be doing relatively well. You just don't like certain things. And I also just don't have any interest. Like I was very excited, and we watched the two free shows. You know. But do something like the some of the pay-per-view matches I would watch if I didn't have to pay for it. But I just don't think they've done anything to draw my interest because I don't like Kenny. I don't. I'm not enthralled with Kenny Omega. I like Kenny Omega. I'm not enthralled with the Super Kick Party, the Young Bucks, um, Jimmy Havoc and uh, Darby Allen and what's the, what whatever the other guy's name is shouldn't be involved in wrestling. So, so far through a month, I think AEW hasn't done as well, and I think NXT has done much better than they have, just in my, in my opinion. Well, who's your thoughts on... Uh, so, you're going to wait until you look at all the ratings before you decide who's done better after the first I month? would have to watch all the shows. Which hasn't happened because of our schedules. Yeah, and... <laughs> it's not going to happen tonight either. I am tired. <laughs> I'm going to have it on when I'm preparing for my Thursday afternoon show. But it's not going to be the feature. It'll be on. NXT, not AEW. 
All right, folks. Well, that is it for this week's edition of No Marks Allowed. We're going to get out of here pretty quickly. It is a little past 6 o'clock. Thank you for listening to us. You can find us the next couple of weeks or the next... Well, depends on if we do things, something for Thanksgiving or not, and then just delay it to come out near Thanksgiving. We'll see about that. But I'm fairly but certain. The one on Thanksgiving will not be on the dog. Yes, I'm fairly reasonable. The next two weeks we will have, we will definitely have pre-recorded shows. Both of them will get on the air on the station. So if you are listening to 88.3 The Dog, you will hear from us next week. Just not live. You will hear from us pre-recorded because we have things going on the next two weeks. But we will still get a show out there for you guys. And if you are listening on the podcasts, remember, if you want to listen to this edition or any edition of the No Marks Allowed podcast or any point in our No Marks Allowed podcasts, you can find us on various places where you can find podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Google Podcasts. I almost said Android Podcast. I can't still do this right. Google Podcasts, the TuneIn app. And CastBox never. We That will never, ever happen. I'm not even going to say coming soon anymore. Coming never is CastBox. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're listening. Have a good day. You've been listening to No Marks Allowed. Goodbye. Hey, there's my son. You've been in your room all morning. Hey, Dad. Um, Matt, what's wrong with your voice?